Do you know what a Skinner box is? Psychologist and behaviorist B.F. Skinner invented this device, and it's a box with a little lever that's connected to a chute that's connected to a box full of food pellets. You put a rat in the box, and you show the rat that pressing on the lever makes the food pellet drop down the chute. Press the lever, get a pellet. Press the lever, get a pellet. Before long, the rat figures out the connection, and pretty soon you've got a big fat lab rat who'll sit in the box all day pounding away on the lever to get that reward. And once the rat's been conditioned, even when the food pellets run out, the rat will still keep plugging away on that lever expecting to get a food pellet. Now, there is a danger in drawing too close a parallel between rat behavior and human behavior in most cases. Just ask B.F. Skinner's daughter, who when she was an infant had a big Skinner box all her own. True story. Still, it is amazing what we will do for some perceived reward. Rewards of one sort or another are terrific motivators. They encourage us to do something that we otherwise might not do. A reward for the return of a lost wallet might get somebody to turn it in, even though we all know that you ought to turn in the wallet anyway. The IRS offers a reward for people who turn in tax cheats. And then there's frequent flyer miles. How do you choose your airline? Uh, problems arise, though, when rewards become entitlements. All of the airlines would love to end their frequent flyer programs, but they can't. People expect them now, and they won't fly on a carrier that doesn't reward them, for the most part. And that brings us, in kind of a roundabout way, to the parable in today's gospel. After herding sheep or plowing the fields all day, these servants might think that they deserve a nice relaxing supper with their employer to wait on them. Unfortunately, that's not how it works, is it? A servant is a servant. This parable in the context of the preceding request from the disciples, increase our faith, makes it pretty clear that simply getting that increase in faith isn't going to change the disciples' status. The faith they receive isn't a package deal that means that they are then entitled to heaven. That's not what their salvation rests on. However much faith they have, they will remain servants. And that's not to condemn them to a life of servitude. That's not the point. The point is they can't be complacent, thinking that because they are people of faith, their work is done. The gift of faith isn't something that's given as a status symbol or as some kind of ornamentation. Faith, even a little bit of faith, is supposed to do something. Even a tiny bit can accomplish the seemingly impossible, like tossing that mulberry tree into the ocean. The disciples ask Jesus to increase their faith, and he responds by saying that they're not making use of the faith they already have. And their desire to quantify their faith is wrong-headed. 
I mean, how much more faith are they asking for? 50% more? 150 grams worth of faith? 18 gallons? Instead of worrying about how much they want, these disciples should focus on using what they already have. And that's pretty challenging. How many times in your own life have you prayed for something you thought you needed instead of digging in and working with what you have? If I only had more faith, if I only had more patience, and right now, please, that was a joke. Uh, God, give me strength. If God doesn't deliver, does that give you an excuse for not doing what you can with what you have? I'm not saying that we shouldn't pray for what we need and ask God to equip us for the tasks he's given us. But this gospel is a reminder that disciples are people with a mission, the people on a journey. We shouldn't expect that we're going to reach a point where we can simply rest on our laurels expecting that now God's going to deliver the big reward. Because we're being called to a deeper faith than that. What we're talking about here is a relationship with the Lord. And a relationship has got to be more than a quid pro quo. If your relationship with God is just transactional, then you're missing the love that God has for you and the love that he's embodied in the person of Jesus. Our faith cannot be about getting our ticket punched so that we're on the inside, nor about doing things for God so that we can get a favor later on. We're motivated by the love of God and the desire to share that love with the world. We are not rodents in a Skinner box hitting the lever to get the next pellet. There's no room for us to be complacent and no reason to expect that we're entitled. We're not entitled, we're loved. And that's a whole different thing.